0: The Healing Word Program is a ministry of the Largo Community Church where Christ is honored and people are loved. You're invited to join us in worship via live streaming this Sunday morning at either 9 o'clock or 11 o'clock. Visit largocc.org and click on Watch Live.
1: I mean, some people will do great things because they love God and they're going to put God first and they're going to worship God. They're not going to wait till it's convenient to worship God.
0: Welcome to The Healing Word, a radio ministry of the Largo Community Church. Here's Pastor Jack Morris with today's message that will grow your faith in God and lead you to a closer walk with Jesus.
1: The power of praise. First, I'm going to talk a little bit about what praise and worship has done for our country, America, making it the greatest nation in all the world. And then I'm going to talk about praise, and worship, and what it can do for you and your family, and what it can do for you as an individual. Friends, great and wonderful things happen when God is worshipped in spirit and in truth. And we thank God for this season of the year of our National Proclamation of Thanksgiving. We remember that the foundation of America was laid with prayer, with praise, and with thanksgiving. Now, I I think we need to remember that. We need to take that into consideration. This nation started with worship, and look what it has become. Friend, when we take worship away and we stop worshiping and remembering that all of our gifts come from above, from the Lord, uh, then we're doing something that we shouldn't be doing, and we're doing something very sad and dangerous. It was under the, the cruel persecution of King James Stewart that caused those first pilgrims to come to this country. He wanted them to worship according to the ritual of the Church of England and a lot of smaller independent congregations. He wanted them to worship the way he wanted them to worship. Uh, and he had a whole lot of other rules. And when they wouldn't follow the rules, the people of England when they, and, and uh, the Netherlands, or when they wouldn't uh, follow these rules, uh, he would be very cruel to them. So a band of 102 people, you know, thank God there's always some people that are going to follow their heart, that are going to believe God, that are going to do what the Bible tells them to do. They're going to do the right thing. Thank God we're we're not going to just, just follow like sheep to the slaughter. 102 people got into a little small boat called the Mayflower. Now, the Mayflower had been in operation for several years, uh, transporting goods from England to France up to the Netherlands. And somehow, this 102 people got aboard that little boat, that little ship, and started across the Atlantic. Now, that boat was either 100, perhaps 110 feet long. That's all. Some say it was 100 feet, some say it was 110. With 102 people on board, 102 pilgrims. In addition to that, there were 30 crew members. Now, there couldn't have been very much privacy on that little boat. And for three months, they were aboard that little boat without any heat. I mean, some people will do great things because they love God, and they're going to put God first, and they're going to worship God. They're not going to wait until it's convenient to worship God. Those people got into that little boat and they started across. Well, two of them died before they got here. A hundred of them finally made it across. They wanted to go south. They wanted to land in the colonies in Virginia, but the fierce winds and the cold kept blowing them off course. They they started out on September the uh, sixth, uh, sixteen. What was it? Sixteen twenty. September the sixth. They landed November the 21st, 1620. I mean, you can get in a jet in just a few hours, you can be from here to England. But for three months, only because they wanted to worship God. Friend, all we have to do is just get up and go to church. (laughs) Three months to get over here. They first spotted land November the 9th. And they kept trying to turn that boat and go south, but the winds kept blowing them in, and finally they, they docked in a, what is called now Cape Cod, Massachusetts. That first winter was so severe. You know, it's pretty cool up there right now <laughs> in Massachusetts. But that first winter was so severe that 50 of them died. Half of them died. Half of them lived. And the half that lived were still thankful that they came to this country to worship God from their heart. It was a heartfelt religion that they were interested in and that they were worshiping God with. They, they just didn't go through the ritual and the ceremony. Their heart was toward God. They buried that 50 who died in unmarked graves for fear the Indians would dig them up, uh, exhume them in order to get their clothes and any possessions. So they had to bury them in unmarked graves. Well, when the spring came, they planted their crops. And then when fall came, they harvested those crops and they gave thanks to God for what God. Friend, look at the possessions that you and I have today. I'm so thankful. I don't begrudge any of us of anything. I'm thankful for everything we have. Uh, We have given to God. We have given to uh, the lost. We have built hospitals and churches And orphanages all around the world. And so God has prospered America. Thank God we have been a generous people. And we are still a generous people. We give thanks to God for that. This coming Thursday, our hearts are naturally drawn to those 50 pilgrims. Who left and came and laid a foundation of prayer and worship here. Now, just parenthetically, I want to put this in. You know, the wind is not always at our back. Sometimes we're bucket a headwind. Some of you today, you're facing situations and situations are facing you that are not pleasant and are contrary to what you would enjoy and contrary to your comfort. But that does not mean that you're out of the will of God. Those 102 people that got aboard that little boat and came over, and fierce winds, Did any of them say, they may have thought it, and maybe some of them said, maybe I wish I'd have stayed in England. We must be out of the will of God. Did you ever think that way when things start going wrong? I'm out of the will of God. Well, trust the Lord. Believe God. If God has put something on your heart, follow it. Believe Him. Trust Him. Put that situation, those circumstances in His hands. He'll see you through. Everything is not going to be pleasant and beautiful all the time we live in a world of humanity like i've said before like one person said you know if it weren't for people this wouldn't be a pleasant place to live (laughs) this would be a pleasant place to live it's people that cause all the problems (laughs) aren't you glad you're not people (laughs) (laughs) thankfulness the other day created i were at a restaurant And, I mean, just this past week, that's last Sunday. And uh, I clumsily, I dropped my napkin on the floor. Well, there was a young man not very far at the table. He jumped up real fast, went over and picked my napkin up and gave it to me. I thought, wow, people like that are still around. (laughs) And uh, then his wife came in and his children, and they reached across the table and took hands. People everywhere bowed their heads and gave thanks to God for the meal that they were going to eat. Well, now, Corinne and I always bow and pray in a restaurant, at home or in public. We don't reach across the table. Her arms are rather short, you know. (laughs) (coughs) And I'd have to really do all the stretching. (coughs) So. (laughs) But uh, when... We finished eating, we finished before they did, and I got up and I walked by his table and I thanked him for his prayer, asking where he went to church, and lo and behold, he asked me, where do you go to church? I, oh, I go, I'm, I go to the Largo Community Church. <laughs> <laughs> I know he never heard of us, and I never heard of his church, and uh, so we, we parted company. But you know, that was so refreshing to know that there are people who love God more than anything else, and they're... They're not living their religion, putting it out there on their sleeve, but they're just being true to the dictates of their heart and giving praise to God. An old farmer went into a country restaurant and uh, he thanked God. He bowed his head and he gave thanks for the food. He was by himself. nobody there with him, he gave thanks. Well, there were some young guys over there. They started snickering. You know how they're laughing, snickering, the old guy And... Uh, a couple of the guys got up and walked by his table and they said, uh, Mister, uh, do all your animals say grace before they eat? And the old gentleman looked up and smiled. He said, No, he said the pigs don't. <laughs> <laughs> so you know what company you're in <laughs> when you're ungrateful. <laughs> well, it all started with prayer, with praise, and with thanksgiving this great land of ours, and look what God has done for us that blessed us. Now, friend, if God will do that for a nation, what do you think He'll do for somebody like you and me who know Him as our personal Lord and Savior when we truly worship Him? Sometimes we forget. God forgive us, and He will, but we we need to get back to truly worshiping the Lord with our heart. The expressions of thanksgiving has a spiritual virtue, and here's... Here I want you to hear this because if you take it any person here this morning will take what I'm going to say now that comes right from the Bible if you'll take it and do it you can bless yourself turn your life around and bring God's blessing into your life expressions of thanksgiving blesses the person who offers it thanksgiving has a spiritual virtue in it that produces blessings Thanksgiving is a spiritual medicine that will bless you spiritually, it will bless you emotionally, and get a load of this, it will help you, bless you physically, Thanksgiving. Now, these are documented statements that I'm making now. Not only does a a person can be an atheist, an unbeliever, don't even believe in God, but if they are thankful and express that thankfulness there are endorphins in the brain the physical brain that are pain blockers that will release that that endorphin that pain blocker and bring healing to a person's body you don't even have to be a Christian a lot of us are suffering needlessly friend take the word of God all the word of God is a book that is relevant today and if we read it and believe it and practice it We will receive great benefits in our lives. Somebody ought to say, praise the Lord.
0: (laughs) This is God's Word. Pastor Morris will return in a moment with the conclusion of today's message following this important invitation to join us in worship this Sunday at the Largo Community Church in Bowie, Maryland. The Church of Friendship and Joy where Christ is honored and people are loved. This is what you will discover at the Largo Community Church. We invite you to join us in worship this Sunday at either the 9 o'clock or 11 o'clock service to experience a wonderful fellowship of believers and faith-building messages based on God's Word that is sure to encourage your faith and spiritual formation in Christ. So why not join us this Sunday? The church is located at 1701 Enterprise Road in Bowie, Maryland. For more information, visit our website at largocc.org. Now, let's join Pastor Jack Morris for the conclusion of today's message.
1: It is pleasant and it is fitting. It's fitting to give praise to the Lord. Have you ever gone to the dressmaker, you bought a new dress, or you bought a new suit, and you went in for a fitting? You go in for a fitting. They put it on you. They pin it up. Now, God wants to clothe you with a garment of salvation and a garment of praise. He wants to fit you up. He has something for you that will fit just you, just like this Psalm 107 fit this disgruntled lady. As far as I know, that woman's never been disgruntled again. She found her secret in praising God, in thanking God in opening up and receiving from God. Isn't it wonderful what God will do when we'll do what God is asking asking us to do? Now notice verse 2. It says, The Lord builds up Jerusalem. He gathers the exiles uh, of Israel. Now this is a reference to the Jewish people who had been scattered away from the city of Jerusalem. And now God is bringing them all back together. You know, It's good company to be with God's people. And God's bringing all of His people back. But when He says He builds up Jerusalem, you and I as Christians can lay claim to that verse because you and I are the new Jerusalem. We've been redeemed by Jesus. He's put our name in the book of life, making us the citizen of that world. So you and I can lay claim to that verse. The Lord builds up Jerusalem. He gathers the exiles. Now you may be on the outside your, your your broken heart, your financial condition, your physical condition, your spiritual condition, uh, your, your unpleasant condition has put you on the outside of fellowship. Or you might be in church, but in your heart, you're on the outside of somebody you were tight with it before. Am I talking to anybody today? <laughs> what a Thanksgiving message! But it's a message of healing it's a message of wholeness it'll message that if you take it and get that prescription this prescription filled it'll turn your life completely around well jerusalem jerusalem salam jerusalem salam means peace and so now because we are born again christians with our citizenship in heaven we have been redeemed by the blood of the lamb we have peace through him who is the prince of peace Jesus. Now, everybody here today can have a Jerusalem experience. I want you to turn to your neighbor, and I want everybody to do it today. And I want you to say, you can have a Jerusalem experience. Now, you can. That's an experience of peace. All of the negative poison can be Drained away, and you can have this Jerusalem experience. Jerusalem now to the child of God is not a geographical place necessarily, it's a place of the heart. It's the place where Jesus sits upon the throne, it's a place where you crown Jesus your king. Not your problem, but Jesus now is crowned your king. Now I'm going to have to close. It said it builds up Jerusalem, and then verse 3 says. He heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. He does it. The Lord does it. <clears throat> Your problems and my problems, this problem that this dear man, pastor of Westminster Chapel in London, England, this problem that this disgruntled woman had, these problems, they, they come. We all experience them on occasion from time to time. But the Lord brings about healing but when that problem comes, it has a tendency, or not a tendency, it is a fact. It siphons off your joy. It just drains it out of you. Your energy goes, your enthusiasm. You say, Boy, I used to get so thrilled about going to church, and so thrilled about Sunday school, so thrilled to hear the pastor preach, so thrilled to hear the choir sing. You know, I'll tell you, I go through the motions, I'm there. <laughs> I'll quit <laughs> I'll quit. But friend, you're loved with an everlasting love, and God loves you and will love you to healing today. if you'll recognize him and praise Him, turn your thoughts to him. Talk about Jesus. Sing about Jesus. Worship Jesus. The healing will come. Most of us are repelled by situations of sickness and hurt and disease. We're repelled by that. But I'll tell you something. Jesus is not repelled by your problem or my problem. He's attracted to sickness. If there's a blind man, he's going to pass that blind man's way. If there's a leper, he's going to be in in the vicinity where that leper can call out to him. Uh, He's going to go down the same street, get real close to where that woman is who has an issue of blood. He will get so close, but you must do the calling. He's not going to jump on you and just make you be happy. He's going to get so close. And he can't get closer than he's gotten this morning. His word has been breathed on you. He has written a Holy Spirit, Holy Ghost prescription for you this morning. Now, if you'll take it to the altar, to God's pharmacy, the healing will happen and the healing will come. Amen. I have to tell you this because I want you to pray about it. You remember a few weeks ago I talked about Dick McGee in Denver, Colorado? Uh, his wife died just a few days ago. She was 90 years old. Got up in the morning. Dick called me, talked to me. They had coffee, it was chilly. Uh, And she tasted the coffee. She said, oh, this coffee tastes so good. And she went just a few chairs away from him, and he got on the phone, made a phone call to his son, and he looked over, and her head was jerking like that. She went to heaven right then. After just saying, this coffee tastes so good. I called him yesterday. I was going to go. I did everything I could to get out there for that funeral. He asked me to come. His children, his grandchildren asked me to come. It's it's, uh, A holiday week, it's so difficult. The price is so high. The time the planes are flying and get me out there and get me back. And so I called him. I said, Dick, I've done everything I know to do to come. He said, Pastor, he said, I'm here in a room all by myself. He said, but I'm reading about the coming of Jesus. I'm reading about Jesus, the end time and what it's going to be like. It's not always going to be like this. See, the funeral hasn't taken place yet. It's going to take place Tuesday. Friend, you can read about Jesus or you can complain about your neighbor. <laughs> <laughs> you can buoy yourself up and, and heal yourself by looking to the great physician. I called Mark Jimerson's wife yesterday, Wendy. Wendy, are you here? I don't know whether you're here or not. And she told me, I said, is Mark awake, or is Mark so you can put the phone by his ear? I've been by his house numerous times. But I so said, put the phone by his ear, and let me just talk to him a moment. She said, he's asleep right now. But then I learned that Ophelia Williams and Jackie McDuffie, I don't know who the people are, but they have gotten together, a group of people of this church who are now going in there and taking care of, of uh Mark, uh, An hour, two hours, so she she can go back to work and make some money. They're going through a financial time right now. And I I said, Wendy, I understand that you have some elves that are coming in. That they're, Jackie McDuffie and Ophelia calls them elves. Wendy said, I call them angels. (laughs) Friend, Jesus needs you, He needs your service, He needs your love. You talk about worship, those elves that are going in there, they may not be saying words of worship, but they're doing acts of worship. Well, I work, Pastor. I don't, have, don't you have an hour sometime during the week or the month? There's somebody that needs your love, needs my love, my care. Somebody needs communion taken to them. Well, I don't have time to do that, Pastor. Let's get one of the board members or somebody else. Friend, you've just cut yourself off of a great blessing you did it to yourself but friend you can do so much more for yourself oh so much more can you say praise the Lord praise him with our lips praise him with our service praise him with our behavior let's praise the Lord amen Amen.
0: we hope that today's message has been a blessing and has strengthened your faith in God. But before we go, here is Pastor Jack Morris with a special invitation. I enjoy bringing the healing word of God to you Monday through Friday. I thank God
1: for the privilege and I thank you for listening. But friend, I need your help. I need your prayers and financial support. I can't say it strongly enough or plainly enough. Will you help me please? I want to keep this ministry moving forward, but I need your help in order to do so. If the Healing Word is bringing healing to you emotionally, spiritually, and physically, write and tell me about it. I will be so encouraged. Your testimony, your prayers, and your financial gifts is all I need to keep me going. I will truly thank you. To make a prayer request or to donate to the Healing Word, go to the church website, largocc.org. That's L-A-R-G-O-C-C dot Blessings on you. I'm Pastor Jack Morris.
0: You can make your tax-deductible donation in a matter of minutes by visiting our website, largocc.org. Click on The Healing Word and follow the Donations tab to complete your support of this vital ministry. Be sure to tune in tomorrow at this same time for another edition of The Healing Word. Until tomorrow, blessings on you.